Hello and welcome to the Impact Dynamics podcast. I'm Andy Little. My name is Rusty. We're here to catch up about the last few weeks and talk about rifles and shooting. And we're going to cover two matches in the next two podcasts, Skillpocalypse and the Heatstroke Open. Let's go. Match director, mate. Match director. Hello, Andy. Hope that's enough. We need your vote. Now we've caught up to where we are on the podcast. All right, go on back. Roll the outro. <laughs> Hello, Andy. Woo, good to be back. Hello. <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been a while. A, a long yep. time. Josh is here as well. Josh, how are you? I'm too. I'm tucked in my orange corner. It's great. <laughs> we are we are on a pink set for some reason. Mm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that in a moment. But uh, Andy, it's been, we worked out, it's been Two months yes. since you and I have sat in a room and done a podcast together. Yeah. We had a few cheeky ones go out yep. that, in that time mm-hmm. uh, that were recorded prior. Mm. But um, what's been, I mean, without going into detail, yeah. this is what we're going to do for the rest of the show, so yeah, don't yeah. give it all away now. But no. what, what are, what's been going on? Um, yeah, well, I was starting to get withdrawals. I was, I was thinking, oh, podcast, how do we do that again? Yeah. Uh, micro- I, I, opened, I did the op- <laughs> opener with the wrong podcast name. <laughs> I did the old one. Nah, well. Anyway. Oh, well, moving on. Um, yeah, the last last couple of months, um, been pretty flat out. I've got a work trip away in Victoria. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been able to sneak in a match, which was mm-hmm. the Steel Pockets yep. in Victoria. Um, at Little River there. So that was really good, being able to uh, duck away for the weekend and, and get that in. Brilliant. Um, not much else has been happening for <laughs> no, me. Head down working. Yeah. That's, that's it. I yep. bet. Absolutely. Well, we have had a lot going on back here. Yes, um, yes. Those who are watching us mm-hmm. uh, will notice that um, we're in a different room. Yeah, completely. And not only are we in a different room. It's a, a different diff- state? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we didn't we're, come over to visit you. We're in Germany. We have moved country <laughs> for some reason. So, no, we have moved building. We've moved yes. down the road from where we were. Yes. And we are now in the new uh, scoped out projector warehouse and mm-hmm. whatever we do um, building here as well. So yep. uh, this is a little bit temporary setup. Mm-hmm. We've mm-hmm. got the same desk, so that's at least familiar. Yep. Uh, and then we've just got a plain wall there at the moment and there's some some sound panelling in, in this room to improve it a little bit, but it's not mounted or fixed or anything yet. So bear with us. Mm -hmm. We just thought you were in town for literally had a couple of hours where we were going (laughs) to actually get you for a weekend. Uh, And so we thought, and that's why we're, I mean, still like the shop's open downstairs. We're Mm -hmm. still at work. That's why you've got Coke and I've got finished my lemonade, but there's no gin yet. Coke. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's what we're looking for. So this is a this is a Friday afternoon, just mm. to uh, be very different, very yep. probably like we'll slur less in this podcast. If anyone asks, I'm still working. <laughs> You're still. This is a Thursday. This is a Saturday afternoon. That's right. Uh, that's that's a, a great way to be. <laughs> and so we thought, while you're here, yep. Let's let's make something up, and uh, mm-hmm. and Josh and the yeah. the team have uh, put this together. So Josh, we've gone from a blue set, yeah, yeah, to a to a red set, but that red set. It's the wall and it's become pink. It looks, this is giving me sunset vibes. Mm. Is that what you're going for? Yeah, just yeah. going for that nice, cool, chilled out night vibe. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not feeling it. Yeah. We, um, we can change that pretty quickly. Well, that would be, that would be good. Can we try a blue sort of vibe or what else have you got going on? I mean, great for audio listeners, but um, yeah. oh, currently so it's, it's throwing on. me. It's, yeah. Yeah. it's throwing me off. I mean, we can do, a, we can do effects. <laughs> The, the red and the that's exactly what we need. Red we, can, we can trigger some Whoa. people. <laughs> Let's get some stri- triggered. Triggered <laughs> me. Wow. Oh shit! They're coming. <laughs> I gotta go. Yeah, gotta go. Okay. That's um. Now it's yep. more oh. like moonlight vibes. We have got like a mm. blue going on. Mm. Mm, okay. All right. I'm not sure. We'll need to work on this set. I think that's all right. But that's all right. Well, do I just sit here spinning? The whole podcast? As long as it's subtle and we don't notice. Yeah, How yeah. subtle can you do it? Just a real slow. The... Right. Well, we've got two things, two big things to talk about. Yes. And we're going to actually do that over two episodes. Yes. Uh, because uh, you're off again for, for a while. Mm-hmm. We've got lots to talk about because yeah. uh, you shot the Delta Tactical Steel Apocalypse. That's right. 
And I was there and, and well, Josh was there as well. We were all there. We were all there. It was a big party. Uh, and then Josh and I went off to mm-hmm. the 9-4 Heat Stroke Open in Darwin last weekend. Yes. Just yes. gone. Yep. So how about we cover off your match first, the all one right. that you shot, and all then right. in the next episode, uh, depending on the colour of the set, which mm. might be different by then, yep. um, we will then get into the uh, Night Force Heat Stroke Open. So yes. take us back to the end of July, end of July. I can't remember what I did yesterday. Well, um, um, that's not going to be <laughs> no. very useful for what we're, yeah. <laughs> what no. we're doing. So, I have the matchbook here. I yeah. have the matchbook here. But this was uh, – give us an overview so, of this match. Have you shot this match before? Um, yes. Yes, I have. Okay. Um, so we had the finale in 2019 there. We, uh, no, we didn't. No. We had a Monado. What year am I thinking? We, we did. Before then, 18. No. Wasn't that was a Bucken. No, we've never had the finale there. We're going to this year. For the first time, emphasis being on the first time. What have What have I done? I have no idea. <laughs> we <laughs> shot there in 2019 and 2018. There wasn't a finale there. No finale. No. Oh, okay. Well, that was the last time I'd shot there then. <laughs> 2019. 2019. Not at the finale. Yeah. No, wasn't the finale. Good. Glad we, glad we clarified <laughs> it was that. Wet. It was wet though. It was very <laughs> wet and it didn't have a roof. No, no. Um, but yes, no. This this time was uh, a lot drier. Mm-hmm. Much nicer. This uh, is at Double S Double Eagle Park. Yes. Yep. Eagle um, River. And yeah, the weather was great. Um, as always, rocking up there, you got the big backdrop of the mountain behind, and and hearing those echoes of of the gunshots coming back. It's it's picturesque. Yeah. It's uh, very. It nice. is picturesque, isn't it, Josh? You were. It is. I was quite happy rocking up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. taking some photos there. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. So I was able to uh, sneak away from. My work commitments, get there on the Friday mm-hmm. uh, afternoon. And you were so uh, distracted slash focused. Yeah. I, I had multiple people come up to me and be like, is Andy okay? Yeah. Like you were just not <laughs> your friendly self. Nah. Uh, nah. I think because you were on a mission. Yeah. You'd bailed out of work and you're like, I'm right there. Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I'd, I'd done. <laughs> were you okay? Did you need, uh, a, need a hug or were you all yeah, right? I was in, I was in an odd mental space. I guess okay. I had, I'd punched out like four hours of work that morning on site, getting contractors and everything sorted. Yeah. And then I left there and I was still in work mode. I was on a phone call, um, for about two hours for the drive. <laughs> it's a three hour drive. Yeah. Um, and then I rock up and I'm like, I'm still in my work clothes. And now I've got to sort of get into shooting mode, mode and yeah. figure out what's going on here. Um, and then I just started having issues. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Tell us about said issues. Uh, so the previous time I'd shot that rifle was uh, uh, King of the Hill. Yep. Um, hadn't shot it since then. And uh, obviously, so no load development, no retesting or confirming seeing depth or nodes or anything like that. Um, and I was grouping probably a good three quarter to an inch. I was like, ooh, that's okay. not ideal. That's not what you're uh, chasing? No. <laughs> no. No, not ideal at all. Um, but you know, there's not much I can do about that. You know, it is what it is. Um, and that's possibly where I was thinking maybe I should have put the tuner back on this barrel. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, because instead of doing seating depth testing, I can just make adjustments it. accordingly. Yep. That's it. Okay. Um, and I thought, you know what, just leave that. Let's just confirm data out at 505 meters. I think it was. Mm-hmm. That's where it started to fall apart a bit. Okay. <laughs> so, so got the Kestrel out. Yep, three point. It was three point one, three point two, something like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was cons- I dialed it up, and I was consistently shooting high. I thought, oh, that's a bit weird. Mm. Uh, I had to drop it down by point four to hit my five hundred meter target. Yep. I thought that's a big change. And then I sort of wanted to reconfirm that at a closer distance. And I was shooting at a target which I thought was 450 metres and it was singing over the top. And I'm like, what the hell's going on here? I have to hold low at 500 and then I have to hold high at 450. <laughs> I am like, what is going on? Anyway, about 40 rounds later. <laughs> um, yep, great. Someone told me 450, there's no target at 450 metres, that's 400 metres. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that'll that'll explain a lot. That'll do it. That'll, that'll explain it. a lot. Yeah, um, wow. So anyway, that explained that. But I could not figure out why I was shooting high at 500. Mm-hmm. I would dial up and I'd shoot high. But if I dialed back to zero and held over, I was smack on. Right. And I got I got Dave Taylor and someone else to shoot my rifle. Yep. And they had no issues. They were like, no, nah, just punching it, you know, going up. <laughs> you know, every time they were punching it. And I thought, oh, 
whatever. It's me. Bad day, bad morning, whatever. Yep. So I thought there's nothing I can change. Just run with it. And so I didn't touch anything, didn't change anything. Um, I think I might have gone over and just made sure all the bolts were tight and then just ran it the next day and um, didn't seem to have any issues. <laughs> so it's just like a you can psych yourself out, I think, in that in yep. that first day. Um, and then at the end of it, I just thought, I've only just got enough rounds for the match. I'll just run it, trust the numbers. Yep. And um, it seemed to work. So, but yes, okay. that, that right. first that first Friday afternoon was, yeah, I was I just see. like, yeah, I was zoning out. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't Ignoring fun. everyone. Yeah. Very good. Yep. Well, this match was uh, Dave Acker's first uh, run as a match director mm-hmm. for a PRS match mm-hmm. uh, with two false starts in 2020 and then yes. 2021. Yep. Uh, but in 2022, we got there and we, yep. uh, so we drove over on, we drove over Wednesday. We left we here did. at the end of work. And uh, then got a hotel in Horsham. Probably mm-hmm. could have come and hung with you, but yeah, anyway, could've. that's all right. Sorry. That was uh, that was Wednesday night, and then that that made life easy because then we had a, like a, a nice cruise for three three and a half hours or whatever yeah. it is down there yep. on the uh, on the morning, and went to uh, went to the uh, the range, met Dave there, mm-hmm. and then started the setup. Yeah, yeah. So nice. that was uh, that was cruising, mm-hmm. and then yeah, back to the accommodation. We. Do we, is that the night we went to the gin bar? Pretty sure it was. The Thursday? Yeah. I yeah, think, it was. I think it was. Yeah, Thursday. So yeah. we found this amazing yeah. little gin bar in Geelong. Right. Because, uh, yeah, this is always where the topic conversation is going to go it. to. Yep. Uh, and the food was was fantastic. So we yep. had Plushy and uh, Tim down there as well. They got there before us, tried the food and said it was really good. So yep. Yep. we stayed. Uh, and they had um, – Josh, as you know, has got a history of espresso martinis at uh, oh, yes. PRS matches. It's becoming a thing. It is. A th- it's already. A th- it's been a it's, thing it's, for, for a yeah. while. But we got espresso martinis there, and they came with like, um, what's that stuff called? That that was on top. Fairy floss. Fairy floss. There's just really? white fairy floss yeah. on top. Wow. Because it looked like sheep, and it was, this is a the black was, sheep. Yeah, something like that. Bar. It's supposed like to be sheep's wool. That yeah. 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 Wow. Anyway, it was good. I think we had seven of them over the <laughs> over a couple of visits there. Well, but well, anyway. What would that be like? Twenty five bucks or something for a bit yeah. of fairy floss and a no, they were like eighteen bucks or something yeah. on those. Oh, that's lines. good. They were not yeah. bad. They were great. They weren't that's great. Good. But oh. they were not bad. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're in that middle, middle section. Anyway, okay. more okay. more on espresso martinis when we get to Darwin, the mm. Darwin discussion. Anyway, uh, we're distracted. When Friday, Friday set up, you were ignoring everyone. And then uh, everything else was, was ticking along well. And then match. Mm. Match is what people want to hear about. So uh, let's get into it. We're going we're gonna to do one of the old school sort of almost almost a stage-by-stage stage breakdown. Yeah. Yep. Um, now, you're going to have to fill us in with because I, I wandered around and, and helped – some stuff, but I don't remember a lot of the stages. So Square Hole Spectacular, Andy. You, th- you think I do? Yeah. Yeah, because you <laughs> shot them and uh, you might have slightly uh, Square more Hole Spectacular. Options. So this one here had a barricade of some description with, with squares, mm-hmm. holes, and sure. it was spectacular. Was this uh, the Burris Barricade? Yeah, this was the Burris Barricade. Yeah. Do you remember this one? I remember this one. Okay, Josh, well, <laughs> on the start signal, we should have moved to the first nominated position in, in this uh, this. This barricade is like a, like a, I guess a, almost a, like a oh. vertical chessboard, and some of the yes. some of the squares mm-hmm. are, are em, uh, holes, mm-hmm. it's a square hole, and some are blocked out. So you're uh, you're limited in vision on some of it. Uh, you move uh, to the nominated position, engage all three targets, uh, with from largest to smallest with one round each. We're at uh, 421 meters, uh, and you're at three different target sizes. Two ninety one mil, two thirty three mil, one seventy five, and you would shoot yeah from that, and then you would repeat that for two other positions. Andy, do you remember anything about this stage? Did you go all right? Did you do well? Did you do badly? I can't remember a lot about that stage, so I okay. must have done poorly. You forget that. Push that one out of your mind. Yeah, yeah. yeah. mentally blanked out. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Very good. Well, it's uh, it was it was seemingly a good stage. A bit yep. of a favourite thing for you guys, like. Crank through it, 90 mm. seconds. It was uh, it was good. We moved on uh, quickly to one, hopefully you remember, Downtown Uptown. Do you remember this at all? This one, uh, you had the same targets at uh, 421 metres. Mm-hmm. We're going to go through all these staging. But I don't remember like, that. Uh, I don't remember no, that. No clue. On start signal, shooter moves to a barricade and engages right-hand target with two rounds from the first position. 
and then Shooter moves to second nominated position. I think these positions were up and down. A lot of these stages are going to be like nominated this and this position there. So I think you were shooting from a higher position, then dropping down to a lower position. Dave was trying to get you to pop up, pop down, pop up, pop down. No. <laughs> Doing well, Andy. Did I, did I even shoot this Is match? Is this the same match that we shot? <laughs> Is this, did I shoot this one? <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's uh, – well, I do remember this one because there was a video put out, Josh, by you a day or so ago called Chopping Box. Yes. I mean the collective you. Yeah, yeah, you yes. No, I remember that one. You remember this one? Yeah. Right. Andy. I've got a very funny photo of Dave carrying one of those chopping blocks. <laughs> do you remember the chopping block stage? Hey, that uptown, downtown – Thing. I reckon I've got the video of it. Oh, Maybe there you I go. do remember it. Watch it. Watch it quickly. Was it that one? I don't with, know. With the barricade, and then you have to go, it changes time, and you then it changes time again. Down. Nah, that's not it. That's ah. not it. But that was a good stage. That was a good one. We need to get into that one. Chopping blocks. Do you remember the one with the axes? Yes. Okay. Do you remember anything about it? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> wow, amazing. Well, if yes. I give you a stage, let's try it for the third attempt. <laughs> <laughs> if I give you a stage brief, will you be able to tell us anything about you shooting it? Yeah, yeah, yep. All right, let's try this. <laughs> I'm very sceptical at the moment. <laughs> let's go this. 90 seconds, it was nine rounds. Uh, you had a target at uh, 200, 250 and 300, and these were foxes and rabbits. Uh, you put your off in the designated area, which was? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was and it was um, next next to the uh, chopping blocks. This next is the one next to the chopping to yep. the uh, axes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, stage being, you put your rifle in the designated area. Mm-hmm. This is not the uh, the axes one. This is no. the chopping blocks one. This is, yeah. Yep. And then you start stacking your imaginary firewood while taking a break from wood splitting and PRS practice at the farm. Yes. On I love his briefs. On the start signal, shooter will notice a rabbit and two foxes off in the distance. They will collect their rifle, move to the chopping blocks to engage near fox, far fox, and finally the rabbit with three rounds from each three of the four no, um, nominated positions. Mm-hmm. This was the, the axe one, wasn't it? Sounds like the axe one. Yeah, yep. it was the axe one. Because these pests are clever, know which positions the shooter has already used and move every three shots to conceal themselves, shooters unable to repeat the same shooting position. Mm-hmm. These are smart, smart animals. Right. So this was, for those who are playing along at home, we had uh, axes that were welded into a plate, which was then mounted on a piece of timber yep. or something on those irons. Yep. So you basically got this barricade that was just a cho- uh, an axe, mm-hmm. axe handle. Mm-hmm. How did you find that, Andy? So, yeah, the, the axe handles were sort of wobbly. Yeah. Um. Out. Out. Near the end of the handle. Yes. As you came in, they were more sturdy. So, yep. um, I think vaguely, I think I. What was the order? Was the furthest target first, or I remember, I remember engaging the largest target in the most unstable position. So. Okay. Uh, I think I might have started. I think on the, you. Yeah, you're right. You go f- the furthest one. Yep. And then uh, and then work your way back in. Yep. So I think uh, – oh, I can't remember which order I did it, but I know that I might have started on an axe head okay. for the furthest one and then I moved to the wobbly target, which was the closer fox. Yep. So that was right on the handle. Yep. Um, closer fox, bigger target. Yep. And then I moved back to the other axe head uh, for, the for, close, the for the close rabbit. Okay. I saw – Did you shoot all right? I think I dropped a couple on that one. Um, yeah, okay. And so you could choose which positions mm-hmm. and some were better than others and then yep. you obviously you balance that with the target. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool it. Stage. So yeah. I, I know I dropped one on the rabbit because I reckon it went straight between its ears and its body, but, you know, whatever, <laughs> how, how yep. it goes. Um, and I saw a lot of people using tripod rear. On uh, for that one. most people, like between the ears and the body would be its head. Well, no, the way <laughs> target was sitting okay. was, yeah, whatever. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so... Yeah, I saw a lot of people using tripod rear. Um, I thought I might not have the time for that. So I decided to grab my pump pillow and sit behind the rifle, like okay. sit, sit it and sort of squeeze the pillow yep. and just, um, yeah, get stable that way. It worked It worked reasonably well. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, I might have been more stable with a tripod rear, but okay. I didn't want to stuff around trying to, yeah, yep. play trying with to it fumble for around there. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Mm. Right. Well, the one that was next to that was called the old shooting pile. Yes. This is one where you had to stack up pieces of timber. Blocks, yep. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to uh, do you want to run us through that one? Because everyone's probably sick of me reading out stage briefs poorly. Oh, well, they haven't heard me yet. 
All right. The <laughs> I old, can't be sick of you then. <laughs> the old shooting pile. This is uh, 90 seconds, eight rounds. The equipment is one bag and the targets are a rabbit, sitting fox and a walking fox. Um, same targets. Yep. Same targets. So 300 metres down to 200 metres. Mm-hmm. Uh, shooter begins with the rifle in the designated area. I think this was just behind the barricade. Yep. Um, magazine in, action open, and shooter at the designated starting point. Now, the shooter at this point has to hold, I think, one of the timber blocks. Okay. So these, so, these are just like, yeah, piece of, yeah pieces yeah. of a tree <laughs> cut out. So the shooter. Uh, raw the, the raw shooter, timber, some would say. The raw, <laughs> these would be raw, raw timber. Raw timber. Yeah. The shooter at the designated starting point doing whatever they do, doing whatever it is they would do when taking a break from PRS practice at the farm. Cool. Okay. So He's very much on, on theme, isn't he? Yeah, it didn't need any of that information, but that's all right. <laughs> <laughs> but you have it anyway yeah. as a bonus. Setting oh, the scene. That's yeah, right. Setting the scene. Imagine a nice warm day through winter. Just stacking and the timber. birds are crackling and cra- <laughs> birds crackle. But well, I mean, if you cook them right, they do. <laughs> yeah, and with raw timber. <laughs> On the start signal, a shooter will notice a rabbit and two foxes out in the distance. Shooter will proceed to use the supplied items to build shooting pile. Mm-hmm. Um, that enables the shooting position above the farm's long, long unkept grass. grass. Yep. And ensures the, obst- the obstructed line of the sight. Oh, ensures an unobstructed line of sight to engage the two foxes. When the shooter believes they have completed their shooting pile, they will collect their rifle and shooting bag and engage the rabbit with three rounds. Near fox with three rounds, far fox with two rounds, all from the top of the pile. So. Okay. There you go. You can read that. <laughs> That's, uh, that <laughs> so, is, uh, this is one of those stages where you had sort of like a, a core flute barrier in front of you. Yeah, so there was a certain height we had to shoot over. Yep. And there was a whole stack of, Oh, Chop. quick, Josh has left. Let's do, let's run a mark. Press all the buttons. Press all the buttons. <laughs> no, okay. No. <laughs> I'll do it. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so there was, there was a pile of like chopped timber mm-hmm. um, and we had to construct a pile to get high enough to shoot over the uh, obstruction. Oh, hey. we got an actual matchbook. Actual matchbook. There you go. I was being useful while you were ruining all my stuff. <laughs> he pressed your um, buttons. That's it. Um and, yeah, I saw a few different ways of people tackling this. Mm-hmm. Um, some people would stack them. <laughs> that was useful. Yeah. So, some <laughs> some people would stack them all all one way and sort of build a pyramid mm-hmm. um, where other people were sort of doing a, you know, two, two one way, two the other way and sort of stack them up on top oh, of yeah. one another. Did anyone do like just one or was that not enough? Uh, no, not enough. Yeah, no. okay. We wouldn't get high enough that way. Strategically – Planned yep. like that. Yep. Yep. So um, did, did anyone use one of them as a rear support? No, I didn't see anyone using. Oh, this is where Josh's ideas come in. Righto, righto. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I did the, you know, two on the bottom level, then two the other way and then stacked up. Mm-hmm. Um, that worked reasonably well, just the one bag and um, I think I might have dropped one or I did reasonably well on that. Hmm. Very good. Yeah, it looked like an interesting stage. Yeah, yep. yeah. Creates an interesting dynamic. All right, this is a, uh, um, I believe, a Thailand-inspired stage. This is a positional ping pong and uh, 90 seconds, no restrictions on equipment. We have one target at, 200, at 365, so the same, same one as the yep. uh, skill stage. Now, this is a very interesting stage because this thing got replicated in Darwin, but more on that right. next episode. Right. So uh, start signal. You will have the, the beep will go as it would normally. And you've got 20 seconds to engage the target with three rounds from the first position, which I believe was standing yes. off the top of like a PRS skills barricade. Yep. And then when that, when you either had completed those or the beep went, mm-hmm. you would then move down to the next position. Next position. Yeah. Yep. So you couldn't move down until the beep had gone. Yep. Then you, your beep would go again after 20 seconds. And then you had 30 seconds to move to the second position. Mm-hmm. Engage the target, which was kneeling. Engage the target with two rounds, and then return to the first position. And engage the target again with one round from that other one. Yep. At which point, you again wait for the beep, or if you were behind the beep, you would move straight away. Mm-hmm. You had forty seconds then to go down prone, mm-hmm. shoot three rounds prone, two rounds kneeling, 
and then one round from the top again yep. Yep. and basically repeat through. How did you find positional ping pong? Good, good. I like that one. Yeah. It really came down to um, building a, a position quickly and finding your target quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, some people really, really struggled with building a position quickly and target acquisition. Mm -hmm. um, I think I did reasonably well. Um, I've got a video of that one. I'll have to flick it, oh, there you flick go. it, flick it to, to Josh. Have a look through that. That is, mm. uh, that's good. Now, I'm curious, uh, how was this run? Was this run the – well, you may not know, but um, if that beep went off mm -hmm. and you were still completing the – Yep. The part of the stage. Did you finish that stage out or did you have to move on? No, if if the beep went and you were um still engaging targets from yep. the from the previous bit, um yep. the RO yelled out unload and move. Okay, so, so you, that was it. That you was only it. Yep. you only had that time frame to do it and then move on. Yep. It's interesting. When we get that into that in Darwin, I'll right. explain how it was run differently up okay. there. Okay. It was a good stage. It was a really uh, you know, having shot this stage, uh it was a really good stage, yep. got you moving through, but also really fundamental. And and thinking about it, it was twelve rounds, wasn't it? Twelve rounds. Yep. Yeah. So people had to had to get a mag change in there as well. Yeah. Some people forgot, but you know, whatever. <laughs> that always adds to us some yeah. some fun. We mm. uh, then and then rolled into PRS skill stage two, which we won't we won't cover. That's a pretty common one. Oh, Everyone I think was. I skipped on that one. Did is there you? a video of me skipping? I think Plushy has it. Okay. Yeah, there is. Yeah. There's no, a video no, of you we, skipping. We definitely okay. have video of you skipping. We're winding yep. back to PRS skill stage two. What did you do to skip <laughs> that stage? Oh, I don't, and I assume you don't mean like you just didn't shoot it. You actually. No, no I think, I don't know. I was, I was getting ready to shoot and we had, um, so the firing line, your you nine meter run up, um, not run up, but you know. Skipping line. <laughs> up to the barricade. Yep. Um, and I just heard over the background somewhere, Andy, you should skip. I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I think they were telling you to give it up, like yeah, not yeah. bother shooting this one. You're not <laughs> oh, that good. Okay. <laughs> I think that's what it was. But, you know, yeah. I like the way you interpreted it and yeah. just been like, nah, screw you guys. Yeah. I'm still shooting this one and I'm going to skip. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well played. Yeah, that's <laughs> well played. it. All right, so, good. So, yeah, that, that beeper went off and I was like starting to walk and then I was like, how do I skip? <laughs> How do I do this again? Yeah. Anyway, there's a video out there somewhere. There's a video of you skipping. We'll find it. Well, there is also a video out there somewhere. Mm. Of me and Ian skipping. It was a very oh. skip-themed match, what? it seems, because we were out setting targets and there was like a – there was a target that was quite – now Josh is pulling the video up. There's there's a target that was quite a long way away. Yep. And uh, I think I said, I'll go grab it, and Ian's like, well, I'll grab it. And then we sort of – we sort of like jokingly skipped and, and then I think it got – we, we skipped long enough, it got awkward that we either skipped the whole way there. You just had to keep going. Or we yeah. just, this wouldn't work. So we yeah. skipped all like 150 just, metres to the target. Oh, wow. I don't remember if we held hands doing it. There, there we go. That, that's not going to be great. <laughs> on a, I mean, I'm sure you could put it in on the video version, the reason oh, we're watching we YouTube. Oh, definitely will. It'll, it'll be in here where Ian and I skipped. Do we hold hands? I don't remember. I don't know if you held hands. No, I uh, think, I, I mean, yeah, like I, I like Ian, but maybe not that much. Yep. Um, anyway. Fancy field work. Actually, I owe Ian a bottle of gin for other reasons. Fancy field work, the first. Now, this is one of the popular stages, yeah. shall yep. we say. This was a very unsupported stage. Oh. How did you go? Oh, this is, I'll give you the quick rundown. Two two rounds from unsupported, ne uh, standing, kneeling, sitting, and prone in that order. Mm -hmm. and you had a target at 200 metres. Um, yeah, no bags or anything that can... No bags cannot be hanging from the range features or touching the ground to provide support for this rival. It was all mm -hmm. just completely mm -hmm. unsupported. Mm -hmm. How did you get on this one? I can't remember my score and I can't remember if it was this match or King of the Hill. Yeah. But I, I think I burnt too much time in my standing position. Okay. Got to kneeling. Yep. Finished the kneeling, went to go down prone and then beep. Time I was down. like, damn it, prone would have been my most stable. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, yeah. It's one of those it's, ones where, where you you got a decision to make. Do you burn a couple of rounds quickly mm. so you can get down to the more stable ones? But then you get there and you got like 20 seconds left and you're like, oh, yeah. probably should have, yeah. yeah, a balancing but one. It's all right. All right. It's, I'll never practice it, so it's nah. just a, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> I love that people are like, oh, no, there's unsupported things and you're like, we should practice it so you get better at it. And they're like, nah. nah. You're like, but they're going to keep coming back. Yeah, well, they yeah. shouldn't. You're like, but they will. Yeah. Because they're part of practical shooting. That's it. Um, and, and, and look, I'm in the same camp. I'm not practicing them because no, no. I'm not I'm not interested in getting any better yeah. <laughs> as a general rule. Yep. Tripod time. How about you give that one out? All right. Tripod time. We've got 90 seconds, nine rounds, equipment, two bags, one sling, and one tripod. Mm -hmm. Tripod. 
Yeah, that's the giveaway was in the name. I don't know why it was um, <laughs> tripod time. All right. The targets, we've got a 125 mil at 327 metres and 50% IPSC at 406 metres. Okay. Stage brief. Uh, stage begins with a rifle in the designated area. Magazine in, bolt a, uh, action open and shooter at the designated starting point with a fully collapsed tripod in hand. I do like the idea of setting up tripods on the clock. Yep. I think there's there's – you know, people should practice how to. Oh, I've got stories about that for heat strike, but yeah. I shall save them. I surprised myself. Tune in for the next one. Tune in for that. As we're teasing the next episode. <laughs> That's what we do. All right. On the start signal, shooter deploys tripod in the first designated shooting area mm-hmm. before attaching rifle and engaging the far target with three rounds. After engaging the far target with three rounds, shooter moves to the second designated shooting area and engages the near target with three rounds. Shooter then returns to the first designated shooting area and engages the far target with three rounds. Mm-hmm. So this one, yeah, you had a tripod. You had yep. to set it up on the clock. Three rounds on the tripod, three rounds, I think it was prone. Okay. And then back up on the <clears throat> Back on the tripod. tripod. I yep. can read it. Like, oh, your phone was so small. All right, anyway. <laughs> wow, that's a very personal attack. Oh, oh I just, I need glasses <laughs> these days. <laughs> All right. Um, I really like that one. I did well. <laughs> Is that why one. you liked it? Yeah, it's why I remember it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just good. remember the ones I do well in. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, I think depending on your tripod setup, mm-hmm. a lot of people either clipped in um, or they had bags on their tripod. Yep. Um, I've been enjoying the bag on top of my tripod lately just because it's it's quick. It's quick, but at the same time um, for myself there's less wobble and it can just okay. you can just put it on there Find target quickly and, and where you go. Where you go. It's the same, and it's like a, a consistent shooting platform from any other barricade you put that bag on. Yeah. That okay. Yep. Um, that does make sense. Mm. Although you have a new goodie, which we'll get into the yeah, next one as well. Look into that later. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay. See? Cool. Tripods. Very good. Mm. <clears throat> I remember seeing that one run. Going down. Oh, maybe later. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's just. <laughs> That's uh, this is the name of the stage, Andy oh. and Josh. Just so you know, name of the stage. Thanks for your clarification. Thanks. Buy me a drink first. I did. I bought you that That's one. That's what you're drinking. <laughs> There's no one there. Uh, all right. This is called going down. There's two RPCs targets. Uh, one at 300. One at 276. Mm-hmm. I think this is day two. Just one with the crates. Just I the think mil- this milk one. Crate? Yeah. This is yep. the. This is the crate one. Which means is it going up? there was another crate one, wasn't there? Yep. Oh, this is still day one. Still day one. Okay. So what you would do here is these these stages were shot together. These yes. stages were shot back to back. So not like you shoot and everyone in your squad shoots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This was you shoot, you wait a minute, and then you shoot again. Yep. Well, really the minute was top up your mags and get ready. Yeah. And then you're off again. A yeah. minute being the loose interpretation of minute. Uh, all right, stage begins – uh, with rifle and designated area, uh, start signal. You collect your rifle and gauges two targets with two rounds from the top of the crates. Mm-hmm. So you had four milk crates stacked up. Yep. Now was this one shot first, or was yep. the other one? This one was shot. Sh- shot. Okay. Starting at the top. Yep. <clears throat> Starting at the top. Then you remove one of the crates and then engage a near target with two rounds from the top. Of the next one, uh, you'll remove another crate. Do the same thing mm-hmm. with the far target and near target again. So you would be, you would shoot far, move a crate off, mm-hmm. shoot near. Move a crate off, shoot far, move a crate off and shoot near. Mm-hmm. Then you put the rifle back and then, yeah, you top up magazines, do that, give it a minute or so, and then you had to shoot Butters building blocks, mm. which was effectively the exact reverse. Yep. So you would put a crate in and shoot uh, the two near targets, put another crate in, mm-hmm. and it was basically just testing out positions. Yep. It was a it was a good spin on what has become a pretty classic stage, thanks to Butters. Yeah. Do you know the history of this stage? No, I don't think I do. This is Butters looking for an extra stage for one of the heat stroke matches so years ago. Slap one together. Driving along and saw, and I think I've got this story correct, but store milk crates on the side of the road. <laughs> and went, oh, that'll work. Perfect. And pulled up, threw them in the, in the <laughs> ute and drove off. <laughs> That's and, brilliant. Yep. Um, yep. And that then became a stage which has been – Played out at many Just, many uh, competitions since, mm, mm. both here and overseas, actually, and so uh, so this is this is a, a, a version of that. Yep. And I had a couple of guys ask, like, why were these done back to back? And yeah, I, I I thought it was like a really good idea because it was different 
and it wasn't too much of a problem and the no. barrel had time between the mm-hmm. thing to cool down a bit. So eight shots? These are eight and eight. Yeah. Uh, sorry, ten on the first one, eight on the second one. Yep, yep. Um, so 18 rounds. Now we've done stages within three minutes that are 18 mm. rounds. Yeah. Uh, it's not terrible. Yep. So it's, it's on par with other stuff. Yep. But Dave uh, Dave could have run this as one stage, mm-hmm. which, you know, would you know, probably be 16, 18 rounds mm-hmm. and run it as one stage. But the one of the downsides of the big stage is where you've got a lot of, lot of rounds. Mm. If you tank something about it, mm. that stage is now – you're not just lost yourself a few points. You've lost yourself a whole swag. Yeah. Swag of them, which is not a – that's just a matter of fact. If you get your order mixed up or something yeah, like that. There's yeah. so many points you can throw away so quickly, yep. uh, which is not a criticism of them. That's just a mm. matter of fact. That's that's one of the things that you can experience. Yep. Whereas by doing this where you're shooting the stage but you have this break between it mm. – is there's some pressure of shooting that big stage or some of the benefits of doing that. Yep. But if you tank the first one, you still, you still have a, like a completely refresh to be able to run mm-hmm. the second one. So yep. I thought it was a creative way. Again, it's not something you're going to do every single time. Mm. It might not. It might appear once or twice a year perhaps. Yep. But I thought it was a cool, a cool way of doing it. Yeah, I remember talking to the guys, like those two stages it works well for because they are quite similar. Yeah, if, yes. If you were to do something that was like two complex stages – just oh. be, your brain would be hang on. <laughs> you raise a really good point. Yeah, these yeah. these are you're, you're you're going down on the thing and then yep. going back up on the thing. Yep. So they're quite so you're, similar. And you're doing yep. basically the same reverse, yep. and it's even is the same order, isn't it? Near. Um, no, I think the orders were mixed up. You're right. The yep. orders are slightly mixed up. Yep. But they were yeah similar enough where you're not running off writing a whole new dope card for you know the yep. next stage. It was yeah yeah. So it was good. Very good. I think I cleaned them. It was good. We didn't clean this one because it wasn't run. Oh, the uh, the other one. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I already turned the page. <laughs> well done. Well done. Or did I because it wasn't run? Or did did you? Did you? I wouldn't clean one because I didn't run. Yeah. Uh, so then we uh, we we ran out of we ran out of light that yep. day on the Saturday. Yep. And so one of the things that uh, perhaps we'd forgotten about with not having run a match at Little River for three years, mm-hmm. and the last match being the twenty nineteen uh, Tactical steel apocalypse, which um, the match was fine, but the lead up was not be- the best. Yep. We'll leave it at that. But uh, I was match director, and my brain was very much scattered with mm-hmm. limited time, and so there was a lot of stuff that we learned about the the location that we had to relearn. Yes, and and you know, to uh, to Dave's credit, uh, I didn't brief him on any of that because I honestly didn't remember it. Um, so. There was a few things because that particular stage, if a roo comes onto the stay onto the range, mm. you have to sorry that, that particular range, yep. you have to stop yep. shooting completely everyone on that yep. range, yep. Uh, and then you've got another range that is sharing part of a template, and so you True. you can't go down range too far without mm. them having to stop and yep. back and forth. So there's some complex complexities on that range. Yeah, that a bit of logistics adds yeah. some some time factor mm. and so perhaps we didn't account enough for that yep. this time around. So that then put us in position where we had to run some of these stages out on the, the Saturday, Sunday morning, mm-hmm. which of course ate into the time and, and to the credit of all the shooters and, and the kangaroos, I guess, um, we ran through pretty quickly on that Sunday morning yep. Yep. but then had decisions to make about what to do and we had a, a bank of – like 90 second stages and a mm-hmm. bank of 60 second stages. And the intention was that on each location you would shoot a 16 and a 90 and then move on. Mm-hmm. Dave made the call to shoot the 90s mm-hmm. first and get through all of them because, you know, potentially a bit more points yep. and they're the longest stages and then look at where that was going to finish for the day mm-hmm. and then see if we still had time to run the 60s. Yeah. Yep. Turns out, spoiler, didn't have time to run the 60s. No. Uh, and... And I don't think it was any less of a match. No, there was, it was still, still fifteen stages. It was yep. still a lot going on. It was a lot. Yep. Yeah. So there's a bunch of stages in here which uh, we didn't run. So we're going to leave them and talk <laughs> about the uh, the remaining four or five. Yeah, I think uh, I think day two overall I did a lot better as well. Like I was saying, um, yeah, on the Friday I was mentally not there. The yep. Saturday I was sort of. I did well the first couple of stages, but it all sort of went downhill. <coughs> and then I was still just trying to pick things up and yeah. mentally get into it again. And then Sunday I did really well. Um, so what did, yeah. what what did you do Saturday night apart from 15 espresso martinis? Um, 
on Saturday night to refocus yourself um, or Sunday morning or whatever. You no, came I, out to dinner with everyone on yeah, Saturday night. Yeah. It was a pretty low key night. Yeah, it, was it wasn't big. Not not many drinks or anything like that. Had a good sleep. Um, yep. Well, no, I didn't really. It was in the swag and it was freezing. <laughs> um, <laughs> that changed very quickly. Let's, let's be honest. <laughs> I had a fantastic sleep, except I didn't. Yeah. Um, no, I can't put it down to to one thing. I think it's just lack of lack of practice. Like, okay. I think if you like, and I'd like to do this for the finale. Um, you can get what, out win yeah, <laughs> to better. <laughs> um, yeah, like get out shooting before a match, like two or three days before a match. Sure, go out, run some stages, practice dry fire, get your head in the game before you go to a match. Yep, and I think you mentally you'll already be there. Mm. Where for myself, it took a day and a half to sort of get to good. bring yourself up to it. Yeah, yeah get good on the Sunday, yeah, unwind from work, and do all those sort of things. That's it. Yeah, mm. that's that's fair enough. Mm. Uh, fourth and back. This uh, this was uh, the stages on the Sunday. This was a K-Way or rack at 421 and then a, a IPSC target at 200. Pretty uh, standard generic yeah. stage where you will shoot um, you will shoot the far targets with a couple of rounds yep. and then you come back to the near target and then you go back out to the far target yep. and come back in. Um, nothing too complex about that. Do you remember this stage? Yeah, yeah, went well. Um, They're often good fun because you're yeah. dialing and you're – yeah, changing. That's it. Yep. yep. I think um out there the wind was that was, prone? Yes. Yep. The wind wind was quite switchy out there. because uh, I think with Little River there's sort of a gully or you've got that full hillside and out as you go to distance it will really pick up. Yeah. Um and you're sort of watching all the bushes and shrubs around the places. But they sometimes they, you know, can mislead you. Um Yeah, absolutely. So you, yeah, you just gotta watch how the plate swings and where the dust goes. Absolutely. Spotlight special as we uh, cruise through the last of the stages. All right, spotlight sets. Oh, yeah, one of them. Yep. <laughs> Before we get on to that, speaking of uh, mumble jumble, um, we have to thank our sponsor. We do. We do, which is the Bearded Chap for those guys who uh, who have not been paying attention. The thank Bearded you. Chap, uh, which is uh, Andy is sponsoring this episode. So uh, you can go to thebeardedchap.com slash impact or mm-hmm. use the code impact and that will uh, support the show. This, Andy, is one of their newest products. It has become one of my favourite products from them. This is Matte Cream. Now, apart from a, you know, a really good name, mm-hmm. uh, this is a natural hair product. Oh. Open that up, smell it. It smells amazing. Josh, stop giving things away. Well, he oh. might not like it. He, he might say the opposite. He'll and say, he'll say he'll it's love it. natural. Oh, yum. <laughs> <laughs> that could have gone either way. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Mm. No, no. That's, that's, you could put a wick in that and burn it. <laughs> <laughs> we should try that. Josh, can you get a wick? Actually, we've got smoke detectors in this room. <laughs> They're just outside. Oh, it just hey, smells bearded, so I want to eat that. Bearded chap, just start putting wicks in your jars and have a candle light. <laughs> yeah. uh, so this is this is hair stuff and it is good hair stuff actually. Mm, that so smells great. That is, uh, that's the Mac cream. So you can go to thebeardedchap.com slash impact or mm-hmm. use the code. Use the code. Impact. There we go. So look at us doing these things <laughs> I said that with I said that with confidence. Right. Do you want to do it again? You can use the code. Impact. To, uh, to support the show. When you go to the bearded chap. So anyway, check it out, the uh, the matte cream. It is brilliant. Uh, and, of course, the beard oils and stuff like that. That's great. On All to right. Spotlight Special. Spotlight Special. <laughs> All right. Time is 90 seconds. <laughs> We've got a round. If any other PRS shooters are looking to host a podcast <laughs> and based in Adelaide <laughs> or willing to drive. Might get some decent content. <laughs> <laughs> no chance, I'm still here. All right, so we've got 90 seconds, 10 rounds. Equipment is one bag. Got two walking foe foxes at mm-hmm. 249 and two 50% IPSCs at 302 metres. Yep. Shooter begins port arms at the designated starting point with magazine and action open. Magazine in, action open. Okay. Just to clarify. And open your magazine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> On the start signal... Stage officer will flip a coin and with sides that correspond to each row of targets. I remember this one now. I was like, a coin? Oh, I, I do don't remember, remember a coin. It wasn't a coin. It, it was, was a, a hockey puck. Yes. Like, That's right. I didn't see no coin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Once the coin flip is being called, Shooter moves to the barricade and engages the near target with three rounds and the far target with two rounds in the row that corresponds to the face-up side of the coin. So it was either left or right. Yep. Two rows. Yep. After engaging all targets in the first row, Shooter repeats the process on the remaining row of, of targets. So, yeah, four targets all up, a far one and a near one, and you had a left row and a right row. Yep. Pretty much as you're walking up on the beep to your barricade, flip the hockey puck and they'd say, all right, you're starting left or starting right. Yep. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty straightforward. Um, oh, the barricade was a, a tray tub. It from, was. From, from the, the ute. ute. Yeah. Yep. That and was it, good. And it had a round bar on it. so That would spin. That would, yeah, spin. <laughs> so the balancing was uh, a bit iffy. Like it was, you know, it's really, yeah. I decided to sort of, what did I do? Yeah, just really the schmedium and then try and find the balance point in my rifle, but there was still a lot of yeah, a lot up, of wiggle. Up yeah, and down okay. wobble. Um but yeah, no, straightforwards. Okay. Um because Dave Dave laboured over this one a fair bit because yep. one of the things we don't like in in PRS is to put something in that random gives a, a random advantage or disadvantage. Mm, yep. Right. And so for example, let's say we we're going to do this same stage, but those four targets were at, you know, two hundred 300, 400, 500, yep. and your your hockey puck would flip and you would start near to far or far to near, yeah. the guys yep. who are shooting near to far generally will have an advantage over mm-hmm. the guys shooting far to near. It yep. becomes unfair um, or not, not you know, it becomes, yeah, it becomes not fair yep. uh, and therefore you could you could have more of a result impacted by True. something that's out of your control. Now we could talk about wind, but there's no one can control wind. We can mm-hmm. control how the stages are written. Mm-hmm. All right. So Dave wanted an element of randomness into mm-hmm. the thing, but in a way that it wouldn't it wouldn't be like, oh no, I had to start on these ones and True. that would change yep. how it was. So he ended up replicating the same targets on either side. Yep. And they were within a meter or so of each other. They were they yeah. were very close. Yeah. And and it, so it didn't make any difference if you shot on the left or shot on the right. No. The idea was that you would your your stage could be slightly different to you know, you couldn't Plan exactly how you would do it. Yeah, yeah. No, that, that, that element of choice out of it. Yeah, that's it. I think, um, you know, to make it fair, there's really no, not many other ways you could do that. So, yeah, that's yeah, right. Left or right. I'm not sure if anyone did mess that up, but it was it was one of those things where you really want to look at your targets and go, right, the left ones look like this. They've got a burn behind it. So yes. that's what they look like. The right yep. ones are different and make sure you know which yeah, ones you're on. That's so. exactly right. Just add some <laughs> level of dynamic to the stage. Positional Righto. pyramid of power. Did we no, do that? I think, no. Uh, yes, we yes we did. That was that barricade, oh, the yeah. triangle looking pyramidy type barricade. Pyramid. Yep. Yeah. I think I did well on that. I reckon I cleaned that one. Oh, showing off. Don't check the scores. <laughs> 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 we'll put them up underneath. Oh, cool. Yeah. This is how he actually did. Yep. And also, while you're looking at the screen, use the code IMPACT to the bearded chap uh, to support the show. Yeah. Impact. Yeah, thanks, Josh. Impact. All right. <laughs> Positional uh, pyramid of power, 90 seconds, 10 rounds, no restrictions on equipment. Targets, oh, this one was a small target, 75 millimetres. Oh, yes, that's right. At 246 metres. Yep. And then a 250 millimetre at 365 metres. Yep. That's pretty normal. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. First one was small. Very small. That's what she said. How'd you go? Good. Uh, okay. <laughs> shoot, shoot, <laughs> shoot it begins. I was just trying to move on from Josh's comment as quick as possible. <laughs> Shooter begins uh, port arms at the designated starting point, magazine in and bolt open. Action open. Not bolt open, you'd have issues. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to see you try that though. Yeah. you got to assemble your bolt on, <laughs> on the, the clock. clock. <laughs> yeah. Easier right. for some than others. On the start yeah. signal, shooter must move to the barricade and engage far target with two rounds from each of the nominated positions in any order. Shooter will then move to the prone and engage the near target with two rounds. So the far target was your 250 mil at 365 mm-hmm. from the four positions in the barricade. Um, quite similar to skills barricade, um, although it was like angled. So you had a pyramid and then there was a bolt sticking out. So yep. um, yeah, no, it, it worked fine. Um, and then the prone with the with the 75 mil target, that's a small target, but it yeah. was good. It was challenging. Okay. Um, Doable but challenging. Yeah, yeah. And that's when I got down and I looked at it and I said, I thought to myself, wow, that's small. Let's zoom in. <laughs> yeah, punch zoom in. And yep. I was like, yeah, what was I grouping on Friday? Like 
three quarter inch. <laughs> Let's see how we go. <laughs> yep. And uh, I did hit it twice. I'm pretty sure. And yeah, holding, I think I was holding 0.3 wind, which was about 0.1 off the target. Mm-hmm. I was thinking this doesn't seem right, but yeah, smacked it. And um, there we go. You just trust your data, really. I'm, I'm going to jump one here. Uh, I'm going to go to fancy field work the second. This was basically a repeat of the stage from the first day. Right. I think so, yeah. Yeah. And sure. uh, but you had to choose which position, which order you did the positions in. Yeah. Do you remember that? Let's no. see. Keep going. Okay. No, that's that's all. It's the same as the the unsupp- is the unsupported shoot, but oh, you didn't, yes. you went forced in order. You could do it with your that's order. That's right. right. And I started. You prone. started prone. Yeah. <laughs> yes. That's right. Got it right on that day. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Good, good. Uh, do, you, do you remember how you did on that one? Uh, pretty average. Yeah, pretty average. <laughs> Scores were pretty low. Won't practice. Last stage was uh, for those about to tripod. This is a stage borrowed from uh, can, from a Canadian match, uh, actually. And so uh, thanks to Chad McLeod from Southern Alberta Precision Rifle League for providing the stage. Stage begins with tripod uh, with rifle on tripod, magazine out, action open, shooter is designated point. Uh, shooter is not permitted to look through the scope while setting up the rifle. Start signal, shooter moves the rifle, insert magazines, engages near target with three rounds at 100, sorry, 234 metres. Shooter engages middle target with three rounds at 330 metres. And finally, the target with the four rounds, the far one, at 406 metres. Uh, there was tripods provi- provided this age, actually got adjusted. It went from 120 seconds and 10 rounds down to eight rounds with 90 seconds. Okay. And so very much uh, uh, locate the target and, and pull the trigger yep. from a tripod. So good good tripods yeah. that could move and, and adjust very quickly. Yep. We're, we're the way to go. Yep. So the match, uh, why am I reading the heat stroke one? No, that's uh, the promotion ab- for it. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I should know that. I'll put that in there. Um, there we go. Steel apocalypse. Uh, that's the match. How did you go, Andy? Uh, ended up sixth. Well done. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, so Grumpy Andy on Friday paid off. Yeah, that's <laughs> – well, I don't know. But, yeah, yeah, ten, yeah, yeah. worked my way back up on the Sunday. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I think uh, I think I dropped one on the skills stage. Oh, no. And if I had gotten that, if, I, I would have been – Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Yeah. Yeah. But hang on, sorry, if, you, if you'd got that one. I think I would have been fifth. But, yeah, there were plenty of other points that, you know, I just threw away. You did. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of throwaway, that's it for this episode. Stay back and we'll go through the Night Force Heatstroke Open coming soon. Sweet. Coming soon. 